This is a Watchdog Morning Show Rewind. Here's Howard Monroe. We have talked a lot about the spread of both medicinal and recreational marijuana around the country. And I have been very aware of the economic value that it has brought to cities and states when uh, there has been legalization there. I guess I never really stopped to think about cannabis as an industry that provides jobs for people and requires a certain amount of training. And I was intrigued to discover that in Steubenville, just nearby, the Eastern Gateway Community College is offering courses um, in in cannabis. Uh, Daniel Califf is the VP of Higher Education for Green Flower, which is doing the uh, the work on this. Daniel, good morning. Welcome to the show. What is Green Flower? Uh, Green Flower is a we've uh, the company have been in business for about eight years and specifically focusing on cannabis education, and in particular for people who want to be in the industry and start companies or get jobs. And so we've been. We've been partnering with uh, with community colleges across the country and universities as well to help people uh, get more access to education and training for the industry. What kinds of things, uh, if I remember what I read correctly about Eastern Gateway Community College, for example, I think there are three separate certificate courses. What kinds of things are you teaching people or training them to do? Well, one of the biggest issues in the cannabis industry today is is a need for an educated workforce. The turnover can be very high because people come in thinking this is going to be exciting or different and not really know much about the industry or their job, and, and it's, it's really difficult. So um, we heard from the industry the three biggest areas of concern are frontline workers in the, in the manufacturing laboratories, in the uh, grow operations, and in the dispensaries themselves. And so uh, these were three programs. One, you know, they're each eight weeks long, and each one trains to, to get someone prepared for a job in, in, all, in each of those three areas. You know, I, look, you know as well as I do that there's a lot of stereotyping that goes on here. I think a lot of people figure as, as this uh, is legalized across the country, either municipal or recreational, that what you have are potheads uh, just deciding to step behind the counter and and do this themselves, but there does require there is some some knowledge and training uh, above and beyond knowing how to smoke dope, right? Well, you know, if you think about it, uh, if you if you look at statistics, if you walk into a dispensary of any kind, medical or or recreational, if it's where you are legal. Um, over half the people that are in that dispensary are over the age of 50, and they're there to solve for a problem, not get high. Uh, and so when you have someone behind the counter who doesn't really understand the, the human you know, biology and how cannabis affects the endocannabinoid system in the human body, uh, it, it, you're not helping anyone. If, you, if someone comes in and says, I have terrible pain and I'm trying to solve for that, or I don't sleep well, or I'm... So I'm going through cancer treatment and I'm not eating or, you know, a myriad of things that it could be helpful for. You, you want to know that the person behind the counter really doesn't know, just doesn't know, you know, the difference between a vape pen and a, and a, and a pre-rolled uh, joint or a candy bar. But what they do and the dosing and how it really is going to help you or what, what could hurt you if you do too much or something, et cetera. And so that's what we're training for is to make sure that, that when someone walks into a dispensary of any kind, that they have someone knowledgeable behind the counter who can help them. And similarly, in the manufacturing side, whoever's making those products 
you want to make sure that their quality is is the highest level, and that and that you're not getting uh, an edible that you know some pieces are you know overly strong, and some don't have any THC in them, and so that's really important. And you know, as well as on the grow operation, you know, quality growing, understanding the whole process and the botany of the plant, and those are the things we teach to because we want the workforce to be really well educated and understanding, so they can make great products and really help people that are looking for help. Laws regulating the uh, legalization of marijuana, uh, e uh, either way, recreational and or uh, medicinal, uh, are state laws. But uh, how tightly regulated is the industry? It's, it's one of the most tightly regulated industries in the country, and oddly, oddly enough, even though it's not federally legal. So every state is very, uh, very tight when it comes to regulations on this. and. Um, Pennsylvania and West Virginia are no different. Uh, West Virginia has some of the most stringent cannabis laws in the country, uh, and so it's, it's hard to get, you know, it's not simple to get a, a medical card, and then, you know, for, for then the number of licenses that they've, they've, they've offered for people to have businesses is limited, and so uh, labeling is, is, is highly regulated, and the sales are highly regulated. You can't, you know, I mean, and then, of course, there's the issues that come with being, you know, in a in a industry that's not federally legal, you know, you can't take credit cards because banks can't, you know, and federally insured banks can't right. be involved in it. And so, so it's really there's a lot of rules and a lot of regulations that people need to know if they're going to be in the industry. West Virginia passed uh, laws, jeez, uh, what three, four years ago? I lose track of time. 2017. Yeah, but it, it's taken years to to get regulations drawn up and to begin to implement it. We're only now beginning to see some dispensaries uh, coming online. Uh, it's taken a long, long time to, to reach that level uh, at le in West Virginia. Others have, of course, a much more mature industry. I, I, I read, and I think it might have been in a release from you guys, so I, 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 I'm going to ask a question I don't have an answer to. How big an industry is cannabis? Well, um, there are there are nearly five hundred thousand people working in the in legal cannabis in this country today, uh, and and year over year it's growing by about a hundred thousand people a, a year. Um, in you know, in some you're right. West Virginia has taken a while. They didn't you know you didn't see the first the first dispensary until two thousand twenty one. Um, but um, every state's a little bit different. But it is a multi multi billion dollar industry. In fact. In fact, you know, I mean, states like California will do will do you know billions in sales a year, which which is hundreds of millions of dollars in tax revenue to the state. Um, so it's legal in 37 states now. Every state is a little bit different on their rules and regulations, but you know, there's there's again a half a million people almost working in this industry, and it'll be more next year. And so uh, it it is uh, it is a legitimate industry. It is the fastest growing job market in the country. It's the fastest growing industry in the country. And that's all with it being only legal in 37 states. So it's, it's, uh, it's here to stay. We've heard big numbers in terms of tax revenue in states like Colorado and so on that it's really been beneficial in terms of generating uh, money for the government. Uh, is it a well-paying industry for people who work in it? It is. Um, on average, uh, at every level of position, whether it's you know entry level to management, it's, it's averaging around 20% higher. And, and then other you know in the other industries. So um, if you're in retail, it's paying about 20% higher than it would if you were working at the Gap, if, you know, and, uh, and things like that. So yeah, it really is. And not only that, um, it really 
they do a great job of hiring from within when they're looking for people to, to move up. And so folks who start at the entry level are in management in months, you know, or, you know, it's really been amazing how people who are successful are, are moving up quickly. If I remember correctly, Eastern Gateway, and maybe it's true of all the places you work with, there are three separate courses, uh, three separate certificates you can get. What are each of the three areas? Yeah, so the first one is an advanced manufacturing certi- agent certificate, and so that's, that's, that's to train you to work in a manufacturing lab to create products uh, and, you know, extraction and infusion and all the things that you need to do to take up, to go from a plant to a, you know, a gummy, if you will. Uh, and then and that, that's eight weeks long. And the second one is our advanced dispensary associate certificate. So that's, that's to train you to work in a dispensary and help customers understand the differences of all the products and how it affects you. Um, and that, again, an eight-week uh, program as well. And the third program is our advanced cultivation technician certificate. Uh, and that's to help people understand the best practices in working in a grow operation. Uh, and, uh, you know, from trimming to processing to, you know, getting it ready for the manufacturing setting, it's, um, it's a great program to learn the entire cultivation process. Uh, Daniel, uh, this is Bob. Uh, maybe we can talk about this offer. Do you have any samples or anything we can, we can hook up? I've never gotten that question before, Bob. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it off the air. How's that? Yeah, I, I promise we're just about education. Uh, and, uh, and you know, it's funny you say that, but at the end of the day, it's not a, really these programs are not about advocacy. They're about education. There's, there's an industry there. There are jobs to be had. The jobs are growing every day. And, and, you know, we don't, we're not suggesting that it's, it's, a, it's a good thing or a bad thing or beneficial or not. It's about truly understanding it because there's, there's an industry that, need, that has customers that need help and, and companies that need people to work in it. And, and the nice thing about these programs is they're 100% online. So, you know, you, can, you, can, you don't have to be sitting in, in, uh, in West Virginia or Pennsylvania. You can be across the country. And, you know, you can take these programs and it can be helpful too. You know, I, it, I, I compare it to when um, table gaming was first legalized here in the uh, northern panhandle of West Virginia. The Ooh. community college here in Wheeling started offering classes in being a dealer. In fact, my producer, Bob, went through those classes uh, because there was a whole new industry, whole new uh, 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 types of jobs available that people weren't trained for. Community colleges is the perfect thing that community colleges are made for. I, I see this in the same vein. This is a new, growing industry. People need to know how to get into it. So I, I, I'm sure, Daniel, that you get a lot of jokes, a lot of stereotypes, you know, a lot of people like Bob asking, do you have samples and so on. Uh, but, but it actually is serious stuff. It really is. And we do, you know, listen, I, I think, you know, part of our reasoning why we wanted to partner, you know, we could have put these programs up on our website and you could have gone and bought them from us, but one of the one of the benefits of partnering with a school like Eastern Gateway or, or any, you know, accredited college is that we hope that, it, first of all, you reach more people that way and people in the region really can, can, can think about a local option, but more, and also it really helps, we're hoping, we hope it's helping get rid of some of the stigma. When, when a school like Eastern Gateway is offering cannabis programs, just, you know, no different than the gaming programs you're talking about, it really, it really goes a long way to help get rid of some of that stigma. It gives much more legitimacy to it. I mean, I'll be real honest with you. I get all kinds of, of solicitations for potential guests coming through my email. And if this had not been attached to the community college, I'm not sure I would have responded. Or if I had, I may have taken it in a different direction 
almost a, a joke interview, but the <laughs> tying to a community college, a legitimate community college, one that people around here recognize in this case, it gives it much more legitimacy and it, 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 it makes it more, I don't know what, more real, more, again, legitimate, I guess. So I, it, it's a smart move. If, if you just started advertising Greenflower wants to teach you how to sell pot, uh, yeah, it would, would be a little bit different. Yep. Yep. You like pot? Uh, me? You know, I'm actually not a consumer. Oh, you're <laughs> killing me, Daniel. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, people hear that and they kind of fall out of their chairs sometimes. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I believe in, you know, I'm a good free market capitalist and I believe that people should be able to get jobs in industries that are important and growing and, uh, and education is always key to, to, to successful industries in my, in, in my background. We're talking here about Eastern Gateway Community College in Steubenville. There are uh, uh, others all across the country you're working with as well. I don't know if they're all community colleges or what kind, but you are you are tied in with other colleges as well or other institutions as well. Yeah, we're uh, so we work with uh, twelve community colleges across the country, um, uh, and uh, only the one in in Ohio. We don't have any yet in, uh, in other than Eastern Gateway's you know access to West Virginia. Um, we're you know we're in states where it's legal and where where the jobs are growing really really quickly and so that's that's our interest in making sure that people have access and are trained and find a local option if you will even though they're online uh, and then we we have some other longer six months um, programs more more kind of general for the industry that we offer in partnership with eighteen universities across the country as well uh, four year institutions so. If people are, obviously they could talk to Eastern Gateway around here, but if people are interested in kind of getting a sense of what this is about, do you have information about your courses on your website? Or yeah, well, so it's, we, there's a website just for these programs for Eastern Gateway, and that's what I recommend people look at, which is cannabiseducation.egcc.edu. So EGCC is Eastern Gateway Community College. So again, cannabiseducation.egcc.edu, and it describes all of the programs and, and the industry, and we have an incredible employer network, so when people finish these programs, they have access to, to being highly ranked on a job board for, for cannabis uh, jobs, and they get a, a digital credential as well that they can send out, so it's, um, it's uh, all that information is there on that, on that website, and that's the best place to learn about the programs. Uh, cannabiseducation.egcc.edu, right? Yep, correct. Good. Hey, Daniel, appreciate your time this morning. Really interesting stuff. As I said, if I had not seen it tied to Eastern Gateway, I might have come at this from a different perspective, but uh, being involved with the community college gives it some sense of legitimacy that I think is, and again, I think about the uh, table gaming, and it's, Bob, to me, it's, it's somewhat the same kind of thing. New industry, people need to be trained in it. No doubt about it. Yep. Well, Daniel, appreciate thank your you guys. time. We this appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you soon, perhaps. Thanks a lot. Daniel Califf is the uh, Vice President of Higher Education for Green Flower, uh, which is doing these courses all around the country. And his point is well taken, Bob, and I get, you know this, I get email all the time from people who want to be guests on the show. And if I had just gotten something from Green Flower saying, hey, we have classes on how to be a pot seller, I may have done it, but I probably would have approached it as sort of a, goofy interview right yeah i mean times are changing but it, it's still there i mean i don't like to brag too much howard but i've already received my doctorate in uh, cannabis and education so you know i've been out there a little bit with it <laughs> uh, 
trying to come up with a line here, but I can't do it, so I'll just let Dr. Slatter, you don't like the words, the way that sounds. No, no. <laughs> but I think it's interesting what he talks about, that I think we tend to think, I tend to think, I don't know about you, I tend to think of people, listen, when we were in Alaska, for example, um, there was a pot store right across the street. I'm a little bit nervous that my wife very badly wanted to go in there. I just, and I don't think they're crazy about you calling it a pot store either, Howard. Uh, that's okay. All right. And that's, I guess that is my point, is that that's what I still think of this as. And I still think of if I'd gone through the door of the pot store in Alaska, I figured I should see a couple of dope heads sitting back there going, hey, man, what do you need? And I know that's not true, but that's the reason I wanted to talk with Daniel about this and about the fact that it is an industry that is growing, and there really are jobs available. Um, and I, the puppet master, Sean Fluarty, has been a big proponent of, of, of not just medicinal but also recreational marijuana in this state uh, since it passed in 2017. And he was a big supporter behind that. And he, Sean goes to a number of the conferences around the country and talks about legalizing this stuff because he sees it as a an economic development tool. Too many people see it as sort of a... Again, it's the stereotype that's there. It's the joke that's there. And people, too many people just see, hey, it's a place for potheads to go get some dope. And in point of fact, there is an industry, and it's a growing industry there. All right. Listen to more interviews and rants from the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on Apple Podcasts.